And oh, hi everyone. Sorry, we're recording. <laughs> Sorry, me and Megan were in a conversation before this. Yeah, uh, and Morgan was just telling me about this fascinating drink that she made herself. <laughs> and God. I did and disgusted at the same time. <laughs> I did not make it myself. It's an actual drink. It has an actual name. What? Like you buy it pre-made? No, no, no. But like, you know. Oh, yeah, like yeah, a- yeah. Like it's a thing. Yeah. Um, also, sorry if I'm a little nasally. I just did um, two um, hits per nostril of saline solution. So I'm really getting fucked up in here. Okay, let me look this up. Also, hi, everyone. <laughs> it's us back from the dead. <laughs> kind of. Oh my god, I'm definitely gonna be saying this wrong. Batanga? Batanga? Batanga. Like a, with a B? It's like, it's Batanga. <laughs> Rem- what? That- what am I thinking of? That sounds like some- Oh, isn't there like a like a juice shop? called Patanga or some shit. Oh, I have no idea. Am I making all this up? But, well, tell everyone what's in it. Um, it's a very sophisticated drink. Um, only, like, very rich people drink it. Very high class. Like, you know, really, really sophisticated liquor drinkers. Like, people who, like, will only drink certain aged barrel liquors and people things like that. People who refer to themselves as mixologists. <laughs> yep, yep. Definitely mixologists. People who travel the world um, <laughs> just looking for the best drinks. The cultured so, types. Yeah, definitely. Definitely pop cultured types. Um, so it is tequila, <laughs> lime, and Coca-Cola. I feel like if you start with tequila, it's just automatically like, nope. I mean, not okay, for I me. like tequila. Not, not, I would say not for me. I love me some tequila. But for so many people, they just hear tequila and like tune out. Yeah. It's supposed to have a salted rim, but I don't use a salted rim. Um, you guys do not knock it until you try it. Because like one time, and by one time, I literally mean like a month and a half ago. Um... I was like, God, I like I really need a drink, but I'm like not trying to walk my ass to CVS in like 97 degree weather with like 300% humidity. But like the only thing I had was tequila and then like the only mixer type thing I had was Coke, Coca-Cola. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 22 anymore. Um, that, was my, <laughs> that was my pharmacy bought saline solution I took a hit of. Yeah. <laughs> and um and so then I was like okay well is there like any fucking drink that like has those two things and I actually had lime juice I don't know why and um yeah and then it was like (laughs) a batanga and so then I was like well fuck let me make like let me make this shit and it's so it's randomly it does not sound like it'd be so good but it's randomly so good it's like the perfect summer drink it's like very summery I mean, I'm definitely going to try it because I do think I have a bottle of tequila that I tried really hard to finish before I left for New York and I didn't because I came back and there's only like a tiny little shot in it. 
<laughs> and, I, and I feel like I always have a random like Diet Coke in my fridge from like takeout Chinese orders that just always give you a Coke. Yeah. So there you go. I might have to try that this weekend. I will let you know how that goes. Um, how my hangover is and how many times <laughs> I throw up. <laughs> Love that. Um, you guys, if you try it at home, like DM me, text me, call me, beat me if you want to reach me because I swear it's good. I literally swear it's so good. It's like the perfect drink. Like if you were like out by like the pool or something, like it just is so, it just feels so summery. So Uh, speaking of Coke, something I tried recently (laughs) is not Coke. (laughs) It's Coca-Cola mixed with red wine. Oh yeah. I've had that. Okay. Yeah. Like that's definitely a thing. I feel like it's, kind of like a European thing because you know Europeans like coke with like no ice in it yeah Europeans are just always drinking wine so like that's what they'll drink like you know probably like in the mornings instead of coffee but uh, (laughs) but it's really not bad it's I know I like it yeah same it's one of those things though that sounds like but I hear you it's a don't knock it till you tried it so I'm with you on the batanga Thank you so much. I'm the official spokesperson for Batanga. The only reason we actually came back to record an episode is because <laughs> Batanga reached out to me and offered me a sponsorship. Um, and I will not turn away a bag for anything. So this podcast is sponsored by Batanga. It's not a brand or anything. It's just a drink. But someone sent me a DM on Instagram was like, I'll Venmo you $10,000. You talk about this goddamn drink. And I said, done. Literally the day someone pays me to talk about and drink a cocktail is the day that I've made it in life. The day someone pays me to promote any product, it could be deadly. I'll do it. Sorry. (laughs) Use your brain and decide what products are not real and dangerous, but I will be collecting that coin. (laughs) (laughs) Sugar Bear hair. (laughs) Yeah, where are you at, Sugar Bear? (laughs) <laughs> fit tummy um, tea flat tummy tea fit tea and flat tummy tea two different I, products believe it or not <laughs> both cause diarrhea <laughs> side effects include shitting your pants <laughs> watery shit <laughs> um i also want to try this other drink <laughs> that's called have you ever had cheer wine wait what have you ever had cheer wine? It's um, like a brand of soda. It's kind of like Dr. Pepper, but like it's like a very cherry soda. Oh no, I haven't. It's like a very it's in it's based out of North Carolina. It's like the oldest soda soda brand in the United States. They just make that one type. It's called cheer wine. It's like the same color can as Dr. Pepper, but it's it's like a very 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 cherry soda and it's like not sold a lot of places it's like mainly in the south Mm -hmm. um and i saw last night i was like looking at drinks (laughs) (laughs) not just for fun well yeah for fun but like i wasn't just like 7 p.m let me just like google drinks i was like on um southern living's instagram story and they were like must try or like yeah like must try southern drinks and then i like swiped up and i was like reading them anyways so you use cheer wine 
and bourbon and you make a slushy out of it Ooh! so i think i'm gonna try it this weekend because this grocery store down the street for me sells cheer wine so i'll keep you guys updated okay that actually sounds really good and wow you're so southern i know what you even texted me something southern just now did you say right quick (laughs) i did but here's the thing (laughs) y'all Let me just put this out here because I know y'all are like, oh my God, she's lived in the South for three months and like him, the fuck does he think she is? Is this like a Madonna case? Like lives in the (laughs) South for three months, has an accent and everything. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But let me just say this and like people who grew up with me could attest to this. I've like never, I've like always said things weird. Like, I know that I talk like a SoCal person because I grew up in Tempe and that's just like how all of us talk there. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, <laughs> and like, I never I, realized until- like, I mean I've, that because I do it too, not for you, but yeah. Yeah. And like, I never realized, cause, like everyone literally talks like that, like like us there. And like, I never realized it was a thing until like I went to other states and they are like, like, oh my God, like making fun of how I talk. And I'm just like, that's just how everyone talks. Like that's how everyone I know talks. Yeah. So, anywho. Um, but I also just grew up with, like, very country parents. <laughs> and so, like, I've always said, like, right quick or, like, cr- like, I say crick instead of creek. Mm-hmm. Like, I just have, like, these weird things that I hold on to. Um, it took me until I was, I shit you not, until I was 23 years old to stop saying tookin. <laughs> <laughs> And I literally yeah. had to look at, and I'm like an English person, like I love English, like literature, everything. But I literally had to look it up because I was like, wait, is token a word? But I had said token my whole life instead of taken. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> you've learned, you looked it up, and I fully relate to that as well because my mom is from Texas. And while she didn't really speak with like an accent, it would always come back like whenever she's around her family and then like yeah it's it's it's, I feel like action accents can be like contagious sometimes because yeah they are and and, you know and you just kind of like pick up on stuff but there are phrases that I grew up hearing from my mom my whole life thinking that those were just phrases that like everyone knew and then I ended up like repeating them at times around other people and they're like what did you just say (laughs) (laughs) I can't even think of an example right now, but that's happened many times. Like as a grown ass adult where I say that and I'm like, yeah, like, what do you mean? <laughs> I get weird looks. So I'm on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. And I like have been reading. Never mind. I'm not even going to go down this road. <laughs> Anywho. Um... <laughs> we digress so, as usual. Yeah, so I will give you guys an update on the Cheerwine Bourbon Solution, and I'm that's the high point of my weekend. Like, that's my only weekend plan, and I'm just truly thrilled. Well, I'll give you an update on my Batanga experience, too. <laughs> Thank you. If you make, if you survive the Batanga. Yeah, I'm a little scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I just, like, cannot wait for you guys to try it. It's so good. And I just, like, need everyone to be here with me. I think it's, like, a Cuban drink. And all the Cubans listening, because there's a ton. We're number one podcast in the country of Cuba. Cuba. <laughs> um, 
they're listening right now and they're like we've never tried that on our lives don't you dare say that we will come for you bitch so if i don't come back next week y'all know what happened cuba came for me and they're like never put that <laughs> disgusting drink on us ever again morgan is in cuba with tupac <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so the last time that Megan and I talked to you guys, um, when when even was that? <laughs> was like early August, I think. Um, and here's why we took such a break. First of all, the one time that we went to record, like the first week that we took off, I was just like fucking swamped with work per usual. When am I not? And so was Megan, and we were just like, no. And then, like, I can't even, like, know what day it is. Like, I'll be like, shit, it's Wednesday and it's 6 p.m. Like, fuck. And then the next week, um, lightning, like, hit my street and, like, blew the fuck up my internet. And so then I had to go, like, stay with my parents. Yeah, (laughs) that was so wild. I Wow, that feels like it was 10 years ago that you were telling me that. And I was like, oh, okay, that's normal. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so I had to go stay with my parents for the weekend, and so um, I was just like, okay, I can't record, and then the next week, I had, like, flown to Seattle, um, and I'll get to that later, and then the next week, I had flown, I was dog-sitting in Seattle, and then the next week, I would flown back here, and then um, last week, Megan was, like, finishing up her thing in Arizona and so we just felt like this would be like (laughs) finally Mm -hmm. like I feel settled enough now to like finally get back into it and I'm not promising you guys every week because that would be false and you guys know me better than that but Mm -hmm. I feel like I can finally breathe again a little bit so um it's been a while and I guess we can give life updates on where we're at because we both had kind of like major changes um, I'll go first because mine's probably way shorter than yours. But yeah, I was in Arizona for like three months. It was supposed to be like more of a two month thing, but you know, just kind of turned into three. Just like wanted to get out of the city, be around friends and family. It was really a lovely, a lovely time um, to hang out with my people for like so long. But you know, <laughs> It was time to come back to the city, that's for sure. <laughs> I don't want to say that I overstayed my welcome because I hope that's not the case, but I, I have overstayed my welcome. Keep in mind that Rocky, my dog, was with me, dog slash publicist slash lawyer slash Instagram star, was with me. And, you know, he t- he is quite a presence sometimes. So <laughs> it was time for us to come back. And the last week... uh a lovely good friend and I well a lovely good friend volunteered to drive across the country with me so that's what I did and I'm back in the city in my little apartment and it does feel really good to be back even though it's kind of like bizarre world I'm just like what even were the last three months like where am I what is time what's the date what is life but other than that like existential crisis everything's pretty good how was it saying like your apartment again Oh, it was super bizarre because another super long story short and very sad story. My roommate 
um, moved out amid COVID. So it was, and I knew that her leaving wouldn't really hit me until I got back to the apartment. And that's exactly what happened. Like I was like, Oh, she's not here anymore. Like, so that was definitely sad, sad, but it's, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's been great sleeping in my bed instead of on a futon. (laughs) Do you have a new roommate? I guess I should probably ask you off off the podcast unless you want to share with everyone. Oh, I'll share. It is my sister, Lauren, who is probably listening to this podcast right now. So I'm oh my going God. to say lovely things. It's been so fun. No, I'm Lauren, friend it's, of the pod. Yeah, yeah. No, it's been really nice. And I will. It was so nice not coming back to like a stranger in my apartment. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's it'll be fun. It's been fun. Oh, my God. It's oh, been fun for four process. days. Check in with us in four months and we'll let you know if it's still fun. <laughs> Megan's going to be drinking a lot of Patangas. That's pretty I'm sure. <laughs> Siblings, am I right? <laughs> oh my God, cute. Yeah, because that would have fucking sucked to like come home to like a stranger or even not even like a stranger, but like even if it's like a, a light friend. Yeah. It's just like, we're fucking in quarantine. Like I, I cannot just be with anybody. Yes, exactly. We're in the middle of a pandemic here. It's not like if you hate your roommate, you can just like go somewhere else. Like it's not it's not like that yet but um but yeah and obviously finding a roommate in New York was proving to be a really difficult task because so many people are leaving New York and not coming back instead of coming in and people who are staying here aren't really looking to move right now right so that was proving to be a pretty big challenge so luckily she needed to make a move and I needed someone to move so here we are yay cute that was no one cares that was really a story for you at a different time that I probably should have filled you in on already but whatever we're just catching up just gabbing me and Megan have not had a single moment of contact since (laughs) it's funny because like have we even talked about our lives I feel like the last few weeks I know we've just been so like busy and stuff with work but still our conversations per usual are just like memes and TikTok and celebrity news. <laughs> I know, but like, like to be fair, like I like rarely ever update anybody on my life right now because yeah. I just constantly feel like I'm like at a full sprint. And then I'm just like, it's like as if everyone I know is like standing on the street and I'm like running a full sprint marathon and I'm like, by the way, I moved in. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's like, I, don't I, have feel, time. I feel like I've been around enough people lately, like my like group of friends back home. And I, I feel like enough people have asked me like what my living situation is going to be that I'm just not running around being like, oh my God. So did you hear that? My sister, it's like, no, no, I don't need to do that. Whatever. You know? Yeah. But on that note, now I want to hear about your life. <laughs> well, let me just say hello to Lauren. Hey, girl. <laughs> I told her, pod. I was like, are you going to listen to my podcast in my home? I have to hear <laughs> my voice. <laughs> she just like, it's like, Alexa, play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be weird. <laughs> yeah, I've been like in the car when someone's turned on the podcast. Yeah. And I'm I was like, actually, like, I'm okay. Cringe, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, my life, okay, here's the city. So, I came down to New Orleans because my job was like, hee peace, we're going to close our office for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, okay, like, to my bosses, like, this is a quick recap. 
I was like, okay, to my bosses, like, I'm living here with, like, no friends, no family, and, like, a basement studio apartment. Like, I can't. <laughs> yeah. So, and so they were like, okay, you can go down to New Orleans for, like, six months until, like, the new year. And then, like, depending on the situation, like, we'll go from there. Which so is like, really nice of them. Very nice of them. They're, I truly have, like, the best bosses in the world. Like, they're so supportive. They, like, motivate me to be better people. Like, truly. And they, I know for sure they don't listen to this. So, like, there's no incentive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, they're truly just, like, the best. And so, um, so, yeah, I came down here. And I rented, like, a little house. Um, it used to be an Airbnb, but obviously, like, no one's airbnb So well, they, like... so adorable. Oh, thank you. Like, holy space. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and so no one's airbnb right now. So she was just doing, like, a short-term rental. So she, like, let me do three or six months. And I was like, let me just do three just because like, I don't know what's going to happen in three months. Cause every day is like a new nightmare. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so then um, I was like on an all managers meeting with like our CEO. Yeah. I'm a manager. And, um, <laughs> I've, I've literally been a manager the entire time I've had this podcast, but anyways, <laughs> um, and so I was, like, on a manager's meeting with my CEO, and he, like, told all of us, like, oh, by the way, like, our office will be for sure closed for, like, a year. And so oh, that wow. was, like, yeah, so that was, like, in July. And so then I was, like, uh, okay. Just, like, spiraling. Like, okay, I just did three months. <laughs> what do I do now? Yeah, so then my plan from there was, like, I was just going to extend it to be, like, until January, because it's, like, obviously no one's going to be renting this. And, like, me and the woman who, like, rented out, like, we like have a good communication so I was like okay like when the time comes for my lease to end I'll just ask her to like extend it until the new year and then I'll just like decide what I want to do because keep in mind I've like had my apartment in Seattle this whole time so I was like paying two rents and um and so then I was like okay like I guess I'll just decide like in January if like I want to move back home to Seattle or if I just like want to get rid of my apartment and stay here like I'll just decide then Mm-hmm. And then a few weeks later, the CEO sent an email and he was like, our office is going to be closed for the next two years. And then when we reopen, it will mainly be a place for meetings and maybe five to 10 permanent workers. Like, oh, wow. Like in office workers. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay. So we just like, don't like, we're just not going back. this is life now (laughs) yeah like I not I didn't get to say goodbye to like any of my co-workers like on like March 6th because like I thought we were going to be gone for like two weeks so like none of us said goodbye to each other literally and now I will just never see each other again I guess um and so I went to Seattle and I closed up my apartment there and I put all my stuff, like, in a little U-Haul pod thing, which, shout out to Sarah, friend of the pod, Megan's former roommate, because um, she told me, kind of, like, yeah. about the pods, and then I uh-huh. looked into it, and I was like, oh, that's definitely for me. Uh, um, ladies supporting ladies. Love it. <laughs> Girl boss. Anyways. <laughs> pod boss. <laughs> Hi. 
I'm Morgan Langler, and I'm the pod boss. Are we sponsored by pods now? <laughs> and if you use my discount, Batanga, you'll get 10 <laughs> Oh, God. Um, oh. And so, anywho, everyone in Cuba is like, it's Batanga. <laughs> anywho. So I closed out of my apartment in Seattle. I got like one of those pods and I just like put all my stuff like in a pod and it's like still in Seattle because like they ship it to you whenever you decide and like where you decide. Um, and so then I, I actually haven't shared this with really anybody besides like my parents and like one friend, but um, I signed a lease on an apartment for a year. In, and- in New Orleans? Yeah. Oh my and, god, so you're not staying in the Airbnb? No, because like as much as I love living here and I, like I truly do and it's like so cute. Like it's just like not my furniture, like it's like not my stuff. Oh yeah. And so I kind of just like don't ever feel like at home fully, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wait, I get so excited about new homes and new apartments. You need to I wanna see what it looks like. Oh, I'll send you the villa listing. Um Yes, I love a good Zillow listing. <laughs> and I actually, like, love my street so much. I, like, live in the best area, to, in my opinion. Um, and, like, I was, like, I really do not want to leave this area. Plus, like, my neighborhood, like, has private security that's, like, paid for by the homeowners of this neighborhood. So, it's, like, 24-hour, like, armed patrol that goes around. Oh, um, wow. Our, just our section of the neighborhood. And so, I was, like, I really don't want to leave that because that's, like, critical here and um and so then just seven doors down from me was a little home to rent and so I'm I'm gonna be living on the same street I'm gonna literally be living seven houses down and I move in October 1st and it's so funny because what I like loved about my Seattle apartment even though it was truly trash but it was like my trash but like something that I like loved about it so much was and this is gonna sound so weird but it was like that my all like my apartment door was like this like cobalt blue and I don't know why but I just like loved that love an accent door specifically a blue accent blue or red yeah and this house has the same color door (laughs) it's a sign I know so, yeah, I move in October 1st, and then I'll have all my ships shipped, all my shits shipped here, and yeah, it's like a, just like a little one-bedroom, but it has like a washer and dryer, and I have like my little own backyard deck thing, and it has a porch, so I have my own little porch so I can put like porch furniture and set up front and like have my batangas and like say hello to my neighbors. <laughs> Well, hey, neighbor, <laughs> all drunk and shit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen, no one would blink an eye here. Yeah, it's and, true. <laughs> and in the bedroom, I die. In the bedroom is like this giant window that takes up half the wall, and it's a stained glass window. Oh my god! So many OOTDs. I know it's beautiful. So, um, yeah, that's my situation. So I'll be here. For at least another year. I don't know like what my life will be in a year. Um, but yeah, I'll be here for sure. Well, that's exciting. Definitely want to creep on your new place. Sounds really cute. 
I was really sad that I drove across the whole state of Louisiana, but wasn't able to see you. But then I realized I wouldn't want to anyway, because I want to make like a whole separate trip when that's a thing again. So yeah. And like when like bars are open and like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like I've never, I've never been to new Orleans and I want to go to new Orleans and I want to like go, go to new Orleans. You know what I, you know what I'm trying to do. New Orleans is not New Orleans right now, so right, not right. a good time to come. Um, unless you obviously have like parents that live here. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's me and Megan's life update. That's kind of what we've been doing. That's kind of like why we haven't been recording the podcast because that's just like a shit ton of shit. So yeah, and that's the episode. <laughs> it could be shit. I know. <laughs> we chatting. I know. God, just because I haven't spoken to you since 2018. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just have a few things to talk about tonight on the potty, but they're all kind of big things. And now that I say the word big, <laughs> let's get into the first one. Oh my God. Let's let's get into it. I oh. <laughs> Let's like, get into me. Just kidding. That was gross. <laughs> but <laughs> we need to talk oh, about. I'm all giddy. <laughs> First of all, let me, let me set the scene of me and Megan's friendship. Just a, a peek into it. We are big emphasis. Chris Evans fans. I don't know if you've ever seen a fucking Avengers movie, but I for sure have not. I've never seen like, Avengers, never seen like Guardians of the Galaxy. I've never seen like Captain America. I've never seen, I've never fucking seen any, any movie in that fucking universe. Like yeah, Marvel Universe, is that what it's called? I've never seen. Yeah, I don't really give a shit and I'm not trying to pretend like I give a shit. So that's that. <laughs> yeah. But. So, but we are big, big Chris Evans fans because of um, Knives Out. And we've, I'm pretty sure we've talked about it on the podcast. We've definitely texted about it enough. Yeah. Um, we love Knives Out. Our Knives, knives out. Stay Out. <laughs> <laughs> My Knives Are Out, honey. <laughs> if you guys don't follow, um, shit, what's his name? Who? Ira? Ira. If you guys don't follow Ira on Twitter, you're missing out, especially during the Knives Out time, because every tweet was so fucking funny. I also My guys, they're out. (laughs) I also want to give a shout out to Ira and my other favorite podcast guys at Watch What Crappens Live, because they are, well, not live, Watch What Crappens, but they're all on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen tonight together, and I'm really excited to watch it tomorrow. No way. Holy shit. I know. Shit. It's like, Morgan, there's hope for us. Oh, my God. We, too, First of all, could be on Watch What Happens Live one day. Oh, my God. We will be. I'm going to manifest. <laughs> okay. and, oh, my God. The drink that they can make for us is potatoes. <laughs> Yeah, we'll be the bartenders, and we'll just be slaying batangas everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Even if you don't watch um, Real Housewives, honestly, you could still listen to Watch What Crappens, and you'll fucking die laughing. I actually need to ca- catch up. I haven't listened in a while. I, I thought you were going to say... Um, Lots culturistas, but oh no, I've been catching up on all my podcasts this week since I've been home. 
like working again and I've been catching up on Watch What Crappens and Lost Culturistas. But um, yeah, no, that's just funny that you brought up Ira because they're on tonight. And I just think that that's really cool that Bravo's like respecting, like giving some of their super fans like this opportunity. So good for Bravo. Oh, my knives are out, honey. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, so Knives Out, super good film. It honestly really is a really good film. And there's a particular scene in it <laughs> where Chris Evans exits his vehicle and he's wearing a cable knit white sweater, a tan pea coat, a floral silk neck scarf, and sunglasses. That truly is a sexual awakening. Yeah. And let me Even just say, I love a camel coat. And camel same. coats look good on literally anyone. Anyone. I've never seen such a camel coat. <laughs> oh, my God. This and like, coat like, on Chris Evans. With the silk floral scarf with it. Wow. Yeah, I'm just going to Google it now just so I can look at the picture while we're talking about it. It's like even at my old age of 28, technically 27, because COVID birthdays don't count. Exactly. It was a sexual awakening. Um, I thought I knew everything I liked. Turns out I have now a fantasy about a sweater, peacoat, scarf, sunglasses combo that if I ever get the chance, Chris Evans, we will be reenacting. Um, So let me just say that me and Megan have talked about Chris Evans a lot. We have talked about that scene a lot. And so, and so, (laughs) in these dark, dark, darkly lit room times Uh of quarantine where I just thought God there is nothing left for me to get excited about there's truly nothing left to have me have anything to live for bring me joy nothing will excite me anymore (laughs) nothing shocks me anymore I'm dead inside I'm dead inside um I'm not dead inside then came yes this weekend where our man Chris Evans made a little oopsie. He made a little oopsie. He was on Instagram. I don't know if he was on stories or live, but he had pulled up his camera roll to show something. And right there, right there in the camera roll was a dick pic that he had taken and we're talking schlong. You guys, you guys know that Chris Evans is a muscular fellow. We know this. <laughs> he's Captain America. We know he's muscular. So when I tell you that his schlong is the <laughs> w- width of his fucking thigh, <laughs> my. My jaw was, like, on the floor for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. It took me, like, 20 minutes before I sent it to Megan because I just stared into the void of, like, (laughs) holy shit. Which, by the way, I literally just woke up, like, this is, this says a lot about our friendship, but I literally just woke up to a text from you being, like, Chris Evans' dick. And I was like, oh, tell me more. Like, that was totally normal. Oh, my God. 
this would be a shocking dick from anyone, but the fact that it's from Chris Evans, we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. Mr. Cablenet himself. Ugh. We're going to make it through, you guys. This the was a CEO sign from God. Of Camel Coats. Yeah. Yeah. So, and also there is a, another picture of just his face, <laughs> a meme that said, guard that pussy. <laughs> I don't know the context of this. Me neither. But I just know that this is truly a sign from God that we are going to make it through. And I feel better about my future. And um, wow. It's been a good week. I mean, let's just say, I mean, there's clear there's a reason why we're recording this week for the first time. And it's just to talk about this. It's wow. It's a lot. Truly a lot. Um, So a lot. Yeah. And then this angel on earth, Chris Evans, finally broke his social media silence after deleting that video. And, um, tweeted yesterday now that I have your attention go vote and set up a little link to how to register to vote we don't deserve him I'm too pure for this world he is so he like not only is he hot but he's like truly such a good person yeah and he would just like handle a little like snafu like this in the most charming like genuine way <laughs> love him Chris Evans you've changed my life except now he's kind of ruined my life because any yeah. dick I see after this <laughs> sorry <laughs> I've seen better yeah yeah I'm gonna need a follow up picture Chris Evans Chris Evans just slide in my DMs just between us and Megan, because I will send it to her. Um, and yeah, so that's yeah. been my week. Um, I live before Saturday and after. <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I, I've changed as a person, for sure. For the better. Yeah. I have higher standards now, and um, I just have something to look forward through too so yeah um any closing thoughts on that Megan no I'm just no I feel like I'm high now (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I would like I know like here's the thing (laughs) I think I'm like the funniest person I know and I know a lot of people do not agree with that but I was like (laughs) laughing so hard at myself at my fucking Instagram story that was like before seeing Chris Evans sick, I've literally <laughs> never seen an Avengers movie ever. After seeing Chris Evans sick, and it was like all the Captain America cartoons, and it was like, "Go USA!" Yeah, I was, I was lolling with you <laughs> on that for sure. <laughs> I'm gonna be Captain America for Halloween, so stay tuned. Um, <laughs> and I will be shoving a um, Febreze air freshener <laughs> bottle down my pants because that's to the size. Just carry a fifth of vodka. Just carry, oh my god, <laughs> this is it. You can just carry a fifth of tequila in your oh pants. Oh my god. And then that can be your mixer for the batangas you drink all night. 
you're right. Or a two liter bottle of Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. And then two limes. <laughs> well placed. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Love it. Um, moving on to other things. Let's talk about. Are there even any other things after that? Not good things. I was going to say, actually, I know they are, and they aren't good. So, whatever. It's all downhill from here, folks. You can feel free to exit now. (laughs) We'll turn on the lights shortly. Please exit (laughs) to your left. Um, Please hop a fence if you're sane. Colton, we're talking about you. Dude, the fence hop has such a whole new meaning now. I know. Okay, everyone. Here we go. Colton Underwood. You know him. You like him. You don't like him. You, you probably don't. Him. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about him numerous on, times on the podcast. We did our Bachelor episodes while he was the Bachelor. We, I mean, you guys know how we feel. We think he's a joke. It is what it is. Um. He was dating Kathy, obviously, from The Bachelor, the girl that he jumped a fence for. Um, Remember, he was like a virgin. It's the whole thing. And um, then she didn't want to be with him, but then he really wanted to be with her. So he jumped a fence for her and, like, chased her down. Yikes. And um, then they were together, and they, like, moved in together. And they were dating for, like, what, like a year? Yeah, they did it for a while. I mean, they had COVID together this summer, basically. True. Well, not together. He had it, but quarantined at her family's house. So, like, with her, essentially. And this yeah. Was like, this was, like, early COVID, so, like, kind of scary to just be like, oh, this boyfriend is just going to put my whole family at risk. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. Um, but anyway. So they did it for like either like a year or two. I don't know. Time doesn't exist. And um, she like nursed him back to health on like her family's third floor because they're like rich and they live in like Huntington Beach. And um, they survived. He survived, helped her survive a jellyfish sting attack. And it just seemed like these two little mayonnaise packets were a match in heaven. Then. But were they? I mean. Obviously, but I'll get into my thoughts after you get through this actual point of this. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're right. Um, and so then they announced like a month ago that they had broken up and sad, sad, whatever. We don't really care about them. Mm-hmm. And then it came out this past week That she has filed and got granted a restraining order against him Mm -hmm. because he's been stalking her, harassing her, sending her threatening texts, sending her, calling her and saying threatening things. Her brother caught him in their back alley looking into her window at 2 a.m. He put a fucking tracking device on her car. Has been like literally hell no. Yeah, like gone full crazy ex mode. And it's just, like, stalking and harassing her and is, like, obsessed with her. So, clearly, we, like, know who broke up with who. But, um, yeah, so she had to file a restraining order against him. And the judge granted it. And then um, 
they have like a trial together uh, in early October. So Jesus Christ, <laughs> literally, um, like, yeah, not, like you, exactly like you said, like the fence jumping thing and chasing after her and like not accepting that she didn't want to be with him during that time, like has a whole new fucking meaning now. Because it's like, okay, clearly he's like emotionally unstable and has like attachment issues. And like uh-huh. her, like catching, like you're looking into her bedroom window in the alley at 2 a.m. Like, like while she's f- sleeping, probably. Yeah, like what the fuck are you doing? Putting yeah. a tracking device on her fucking car? I feel like we've talked about this like early on in the relationship, and like clearly with the fence stuff, because she left because she was just kind of like done. And he yeah. went after her and she was like, yeah, okay. Like it was always kind of the impression that he was more in love with her than she oh, was, he was like obsessed him. with her. Yeah. So there was always that dynamic in the relationship. So, it, but still, I mean, God, this is like obviously other level and it's scary. I feel bad for Cassie. I mean, I, in the article that I read, and I think the one I sent you, there's like a part at the very end of the article that's like, well, Cassie is basically making all this public for a reason because she like, her and Colton were filming a reality show and like her family is involved in the reality show and everything. And she's still trying to sell the reality show. And let me just say, I do fully think that that's true. But also, I don't really care if it's true because no woman should have to, like, worry about her ex, like, standing out front of, like, her room and tracking her and, like, harassing her with text messages and shit. But yeah, my point is that I don't don't particularly love Cassie in this relationship either. No, I truly... Yeah, I don't really like Cassie as a person. Obviously, I don't know her, but from what I've seen, I'm... And not that I, like, dislike her. It's just, like, she's just, like, not my type of vibe. Yeah. Um, but, like, no matter what, even if it was, like, someone I hated, like, yeah, no one deserves that shit. Like, you fucking went and bought a tracking device and stuck it on her car uh-huh. to watch where she was going after yeah. you guys broke up. <laughs> and I'll also admit that when this news first came out last week, where it was like Cassie Randolph files for restraining order against Colin. There were no details around it yet. So I was like, what the, like, what's going on here? Come on. So like, there's room for like skepticism there, but now that like these reports are out and like, he's admitted to doing some of these things and it's like proof that he's done some of these things. It's like inexcusable. Like there's no excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. So yeah. I really feel for Cassie. That fucking sucks. And, like, I feel for her family, too, because she, like, lives at home now. And they have to, like, deal with it now, too. So Yeah. And it seems like he's been pretty involved with her family, clearly, like we said. Yeah. And, well, and, like, her brother is, like, the one that found him in the alley. And then they got, like, into an altercation. Yeah. So that's just so scary. And, like, Colton's, like, a not that, like, I don't know if he would physically harm her, but, like, Colton's a big dude. Like, he used to play football. He's, like, strong. He's big. And, like, you know, Cassie's tiny. And so, like, I can't even imagine how, like, intimidating that is. 
Yeah, I mean, I like to think that he wouldn't like physically hurt her, but still, it's. I mean, you know, you never know. But even so, like the emotional trauma of it all is really dangerous as well. Yeah. So, um, hopefully, we won't hear any more about that. Just because that means, like, you know, it's settled. But we do. We'll report on it. But geez, God. Yeah, Colton's got to figure some shit out. He's been a mess. Yeah, I mean, has he ever not been a mess? Yeah, no, that's that's what I mean. Um, so yeah, yikes. But in um, let's talk about our other, our actual favorite bachelorette contestant, your girl. Okay, so there is good news. There's there only one. News. There's only one bad story. Let's go over to Caitlin's corner, and we'll, we'll have Megan take it away. Our girl, maybe my girl, but our girl, Caitlin <laughs> Bristow, as we know, has been a confirmed cast member on Dancing with the Stars. In Dancing with the Stars, just premiered this week. Did I watch Dancing with the Stars for the first time since 2010? Yes. Wow. Um, only to see Caitlyn dance. I watched like four people dance. Um, Jesse Metcalf being one of them. And shout out to John the Gardener from Desperate Housewives because he's still hot all these years later. He looks the same. Yeah. Yeah. Which is probably why. Um, but he looks the same, but like a little bit more, man- like less high schooly, like manly, yeah. scruffy type of thing. Um, but anyway, saw Caitlyn dance. Her partner, for anyone who actually watches Dancing with the Stars and keeps up with it, is Artem, who is also, isn't he baby daddy to one of the Bella twins? Oh, is he? I think that's him. Wait, I think he's, um, yeah, I should have confirmed that, but I'm Googling it now. Artem, yes. Oh God, I'm not even going to say his last name. I'm very sorry. Um, we got Nikki Bella. Oh, is it Nikki Bella, the one that dated John Cena? Yeah. And then they he didn't want a baby, so they broke up, and then they just had a baby. And she now has baby with Caitlin Bristow's dance partner. When the worlds collide. But anyway, um, so Caitlin had her premiere dance. And she did really well. I don't even remember what dance it was. I want to say like a cha-cha. Who knows? But it was really good. I listened to like a podcast of Caitlin, Caitlin's podcast of her talking about it before she went on. And she was saying like how nervous she was. And like you could kind of tell. But it was like nervous excitement because like, you know, she's a dancer. So this just like means so much to her. But she was also talking about how like how much of a challenge it's been. Because just because you're like a dancer, like she does hip hop dance. Just because you can dance hip hop doesn't mean that you can do ballroom. Like that's like a whole other ball game. Ball game, get it? Um, ballroom. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she did really well. Her and Arden danced the cha cha to "Stupid Love" by Lady Gaga. They got a twenty out of thirty. Lady Gaga tweeted. She didn't tweet Caitlyn. She just tweeted in general, like an an article that had Caitlyn's dance in it and said that like it made her cry and like tear up to see people dancing to her music so happy and stuff and, oh, those are just my two icons so it really made my week other than Chris Evans dick <laughs> <laughs> uh, something something joke about Thor's hammer anyways 
Well, so, then talk about um, Jason and Chris and... Oh, gosh. Well, I will say, if anyone... If anyone's bored, you should tune into Dancing with the Stars because this season's a goddamn mess other than Caitlin being on it. We all know Tyra is the host now, we've discussed, and she's just more Tyra than ever. There's this clip and like Carol Baskin is on Dancing with the Stars and the family of husband that Carol supposedly murdered paid for a TV ad to run during the time slot of Dancing with the Stars, like, right after she danced. Did you hear about this? I, like, read one brief tweet about it and, like, meant to look it up, but I forgot. I watched the commercial, and honestly, I don't remember it now, but it was pretty, like, pretty savage, but I'm into it. And I don't support this Carol Baskin fame. Like, can we stop giving her attention? Like, this woman genuinely probably killed her husband. Like, why are we glorifying her? And, like, why do we make jokes about it when these people are like, yeah, my dad was murdered by her, so. Yeah, and she's just, like, a sociopath that just, yeah, it's not cute. Not a good look. But point being, the season of Dancing with the Stars is off the rails. Is it uh, Anne Hesh on it? Yeah. Okay. And Nelly. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, but you know what? Stupid reality TV like this might just be what we need to bring in the end of 2020. Um, but yeah, and then Jason, Caitlin's boyfriend, is just like constantly fangirling her, and it's the cutest thing ever. He posted this like really funny Instagram of him like chugging wine, like in her honor. And then he like arranged a little surprise uh, and like flew. Well, I don't know if he flew, but Chris Harrison and like some of the other bachelor gals who are Caitlin's good friends, Becca and Becca. <laughs> um, they all like came to surprise Caitlin in LA to like congratulate her on her first dance. And it's all really cute. And the voting for the first week happens next week. I think so. I mean, who even knows if Caitlin's going to make it past the first week at this point, but I think she will. And I hope she does. So yay. Support Caitlin. Go vote for her. Even though I didn't. Wow. What a mouthful. Rocky edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Caitlin, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I'm voting now. (laughs) Um, yay. I'm so happy for her because as we've talked about before, she had wanted to be on Dancing with the Stars for years, but the, um, like, executive producer of The Bachelors truly just, like, a uh, asshole piece of shit. Mm-hmm. So he, like, blocked her from that happening. Um, but now she's finally on it because he got exposed for being an asshole piece of shit. So I'm sure that helped. And, yeah. And I'm just, like, so happy that she has Jason like, by her side, because he's, like, truly, like, the most fucking supportive bur- boyfriend I've, like, ever seen anybody ever have. Mm-hmm. Ah, and I just, like, love him so much, and I just think about that one time I saw him walking to work in Seattle. Oh, my then... God. If only you knew. I know. I, I know. Mean, we did know, because we always loved him, but if only you, like, knew. I know. And, like, well, he was, like, a front runner for me for di- from day one. I loved him. Yeah, and... like, we, we did love him going for Becca, for sure. Yeah, so, oh, I just love him so much. But let's talk about fucking Becca. Yeah, wait, I was going to say, speaking of, ugh. So we talked about this on the podcast however long ago. I truly cannot measure any form of time ever again. Um, well, I guess it probably would have been, like, June. And we talked about how Becca 
and Garrett, her fiance, they were on the Bachelor Bachelorette together. Um, he is like a proud Blue Lives Matter, All Lives Matter type of gentleman, Ugh. and she is like a very Black Lives Matter type of gal. He's like very conservative. He's just has very conservative views. He got, had gotten on tr- in trouble while he was like on the show because people had found posts that he had liked that were like anti-Muslim and like anti-women and just things like that. Um, and Becca has like been like, he's changed, he's changed. And then um, everything happened with like Black Lives Matter back in early summer and he had like posted like a blackout square and then just like done all the multicolored fists and then like the next day he had posted like a blue lives matter thing and posted like a novel <laughs> yeah about it and um yeah Becca like went on the podcast that she has with Rachel Lindsay and they had kind of discussed it and she was like really embarrassed by his behavior and it was like really hard for her and she kind of just said like she doesn't know where they're at and it has caused like relationship issues for them because their views on the world are just like so different. Um, and so as no surprise to anyone, they just announced that they have broken up officially. Yeah, which that just sucks because it's like I do, they were together for a while and I do yeah. genuinely feel like they were so in love. Like even on the show, it was just kind of, it was one of those seasons where it was really obvious that he was going to win because they were so in love. And that sucks that they just disagree on such like fundamental issues that they couldn't make it work. And I give her props for trying to make it work for so long, but I have a feeling that she probably knew it was over long before it actually was. Well, it sounded like she knew it was over while on the podcast with Rachel Lindsay. Yeah, I agree. She was kind of like, I don't know where we stand. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I agree. Well, and to that point, I give her props for trying to make it work all this time, but I also give her props for finally, like, making the decision that, like, he's, like, that's not in line with how I feel and what I believe. So, bye, boy. Boy, bye. (laughs) Yeah, like, these aren't things I'm, like, willing to compromise on. Um, And, like, it's not, like, and it shouldn't be, like, oh, I don't know, like, it shouldn't be, like, well, let's try to make it work over things that are, like, so important, like, (laughs) black lives. Yeah. Um, And so I don't want to, like, give her a cop-out or, like, make excuses for her. But, like, it's not like they had just started dating. And then she was like, okay, bye. Like, it was like they had been together for, like, four years, like, engaged, like, been living together. So I can't imagine, like, how hard it was to be, like, I can't do this because of this issue. Right, exactly. And to that point, um, I was just talking about that podcast that I listened to that Caitlin and Jason talked about. And Caitlin and Jason actually talked about the Becca and Garrett breakup and kind of gave their two cents on it. And Jason, they were talking about how like, well, when you're on The Bachelor, like you don't talk about these kind of things. Like it's very much like, fantasy world and you fall in love in this fantasy and then you get back into the real world and realize that some shit just like doesn't mesh yeah but Jason was like like 
recounting this story where like they were all on like a boat at some point and Becca said something like, oh, like, well, you're all voting for Hillary, right? And there was kind of like an awkward silence and like a moment. And Jason said that like he knew it was he said he was like, it was actually me and Wills. Wills, remember Wills? Oh, my God, I love him. Who just kind of like looked at each other and like shared a moment of like, we know these other guys don't necessarily feel that way, but it's not really their place to like put Garrett on blast like that, you know? Yeah. So it's interesting. I feel like there were probably signs there that Becca could have picked up on early on that he might have like very different beliefs than her, but she was also probably just blinded by like this fantasy world of love that they were in. Yeah. And then when you get in like so deep, it's hard to be like, Oh, we actually like completely think differently on this very important matter. But like, we've also built our lives together. So like, what do we do? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's messed up. I feel bad for her. I hope she gets someone else that. I hope she gets her Jason. Yeah, exactly. Which is funny because totally forgot that Jason actually tried to. He was like top three. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, but everything worked out for a reason because now he's with Caitlin. Yeah, so everything will work out for Becca, I'm sure. I'm sure because she seems like a lovely gal. Um, and she seems like she has a good head on her shoulders. And I actually really liked her season because even though she dressed terribly, because <laughs> um, she kind of took no shit from the guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She um, was very much like, I know what I want and I'm not going to like budge. Yeah, which is clearly what led her to this. But, you know, wishing wishing her well. Definitely. Wells. Anyways. Wills. <laughs> Wills Wells. Wills Wells. Oh, my God. I feel like I just saw something about Wills, by the way, like the other week. Because I was like, oh, my God, Wills. Yeah, whatever happened to him, I still love him. Like, literally hearing Jason say his name, that's exactly what I did. Oh, my God, Wills. <laughs> I love him. God, he's so cute. I'm looking at his Instagram right now. Um, Same. <laughs> <laughs> um, in other big news, not that, because I, I think this might be it, because I can't really think of, oh, let me tell you this small thing. Not you, you the audience. Um, <laughs> I was Katie like, ooh, Perry you tell me. And, <laughs> yeah, I have inside scoop. Um, Katy Perry <laughs> and Orlando Bloom had their baby. Yeah. And her name is um, Daisy Bloom, which is cute, I guess. Whatever. And then I think Gigi Hadid is, like, going to pop anytime this month. Wait, yeah, I actually just saw an article about, or, like, an Instagram post that was, like, Sam thinks Gigi Hadid had her baby because of a comment that her, like, I don't know. And it was confirmed not true, I think. I'm trying to look to see where I saw that, but... Regardless, to your point, I think she is about to pop, like, any minute. Oh, it's probably because Bella Hadid had, like, posted an Instagram, because I looked into this. Bella Hadid had posted an Instagram yesterday that was, like, two buns in the oven, except mine is from a burger. Hee hee, I'm, like, so quirky, I'm, like, so thin, I eat burgers. And Jeezy's is from Zane. I love you both so freaking much, I can't stop crying. Which kind of sounds like she had her baby. Um, Oh, I love you both so much. See, I took that to mean I love you and Zane so much. No, I know. And I take, I take it the same way, but I'm just saying, like, she's like, I can't stop crying. 
it kind of just feels like oh I'm like elated because like you had your baby and like I can't stop crying oh I see I see um but yeah you're right that picture annoyed the hell out of me I was like oh yeah Bella there's literally no bump in your midsection and you and your burgers can fuck off she's like oh my god mine's from a burger (laughs) you guys I eat so much no like you guys like don't get it like I'm like so crazy and like not like other girls like other girls eat salads but I'm like not like other girls like I eat six pizzas for breakfast you even got a milkshake (laughs) but then you are with those girls like you spend the night or something and they're like are like should we get a kale smoothie and I'll have one sip and then post a picture of it on my Instagram story and throw it away (laughs) whoa tell us how you really feel and here's the thing if that's your vibe that's your vibe I don't give a shit but like don't get up on Instagram and pretend that you're like an inner fatty because us outer fatties are like you would kill yourself if you were my size so stop being like it's like so quirky to be like such a little fatty it's like but you're not (laughs) no you're so right you're so right Anywho, <laughs> moving on. I'm okay. <laughs> um, in other giant news that I'm surprisingly not that upset about, considering um, keeping the, up with the Kardashians is going to end after the next season, which is premiering early 2021. Mm-hmm. And then the show will be done forever. It's totally donezo. And... I have no feelings about it, kind of. I, like, was really shocked. And, like, I can't imagine, like, not (laughs) having them, like, on TV. But, like, it's gone on too far at this point. I feel like it's been on for 20 seasons or some shit. Um, Yeah, I haven't even watched a full season of it in, like, a couple years now. It became kind of hard to watch. Well, yeah, because, like, things just, like, kept changing, and then, like, things became more private, and plus, like, with the growth of social media, because, like, back in the day when you used to watch it, you would find out about things, like, from the show, and you'd be like, oh, shit, that's crazy, but, like, in the day of, like, constant social media, it's, like, by the time the episode airs, it was, like, three months ago, and we already know everything about the situation. Yeah, and, like, pun intended, even though I wasn't watching the show, like, I was still keeping up with everything. Like, yeah. I would I would watch the trailers, like, I would watch clips, like, it was still, a, like, it's still there, but the fact that it's not even going to be there anymore, it is definitely an end of an era, but I think yeah. it'll be okay. <laughs> well, I, like, I'm, like, a diehard Kardashian fan, and I haven't even watched last season, just because, yeah, like, every time they would air something, it was like, well, we already heard about all of this and solved it and moved on, and now you're airing the episode. And plus, I just felt like things kept becoming, like, more scripted because they, like, didn't want to show, like, real things. And then, like, Courtney wasn't going to be on it anymore. And Kylie and Kendall are, like, not that I care about Kendall, but, like, Kylie is, like, never on it. And so I was just kind of like, okay, like, <laughs> this isn't the same show that we, like, grew up with. Right. And their their lives have become, like, kind of heavy lately. Like, yeah. you know, we used to like the kooky, like mindless, like funniness of it all and like stupid petty fights. But then to your point, things did become more scripted just because they didn't want to like talk about the real shit that was going on in their life. Because some of the real shit going on in their life is really like 
intense. I mean, there's Chloe and Tristan, which I'm pretty sure aren't they like fully back together now? So no wonder she didn't, no wonder I, she didn't want to film anymore because she probably didn't want people like giving her shit for that. Which whatever. And then yeah. like, like you said, Courtney didn't want to be on part of it. Scott's like still having issues and like hasn't really been able to resolve any of that over the years. And then of course there's like the whole Kanye stuff where it's like, ugh. we can't really take this seriously or like lighthearted and fun anymore. Just knowing that there are such like large issues going on. Yeah. And plus like they just honestly became like too famous for the show kind of. Yeah. Because like when it had started in the beginning, they were like so silly and carefree and like getting these new opportunities and then they became like the most famous people in the world. And it's like they then like kind of hid part of themselves, I feel like. And they became like more serious on the show and just like stopped being like silly, goofy, funny, like you know, like they used to be. And it's like, and I don't blame them because they they can breathe and people are down their throats, like saying all these vicious things. So I feel like they really had to pull back because they ended up getting too famous. And so then they couldn't even like fully express themselves on the show anymore. Oh yeah. I fully understand why they would want to end it after all this time, to your point. Like definitely. And I totally agree with that. And to be honest, I feel like they probably should have ended it a couple seasons ago. Agreed. Well, plus, like, now, yeah. <laughs> And plus, like, now, like, everyone has young kids, and so, like, they can't, you know, a lot of them don't want their kids really film that much, but, and so, yeah, yeah, like, it cut down on what they could film and, like, their filming schedules, because, like, they all have kids that are, like, under five, and, um, you know, then their kids are, like, being dragged into the media, too, and it's just, like, it, it just got to be, like, too much. Yeah, it'll be back in 10 years when Mason gets a show. Oh, yeah. Like, I still don't think that, like, it's over forever. I'm sure they're going to have, like, like special Christmas episodes or something like that. Or, like, you know, like, right. spinoffs of, like, just a quick summer thing. Right. Or something like, like that. But Clearly the Kardashians aren't going anywhere. Yeah. So, I don't blame them for ending it. I'm, like, not upset that they're ending it because I think it's definitely time. But I just... It is weird to think like, oh, it's just, there's not, it's just going to be done. Like this show that I've like had in my life for like, what, 15 fucking years now? It's just like done. <laughs> I know. That's what I mean. Like it was always there, but. Ugh. And I fucking love them. I, I genuinely love the Kardashians so much. And honestly, the hate that they get is all just based out of sexism. And I won't even go down that road. I have one specific episode on it for the podcast called Kim Kardashian sex tapes and other lives so if you want to hear my thoughts um but speaking of fucking Kim Kardashian our god did you see fucking Jamila Jamil no added a fucking again (laughs) oh my god tell me girl get a fucking hobby I swear to god so Kim Kardashian, she owns the the shapewear line Skims. We all know, and um, I she... saw that I saw that you tweeted something about this, and I love you, but I literally scrolled over it because I was like, I can't. But yes, please give me the breakdown. Ugh, this bitch. <laughs> and Kim recently came out with a maternity line for Skims. So it includes, um, like, compression pants, compression shorts, 
like belly supporting shorts, belly supporting pants, um, uh, nursing bras. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, Kim has four children. She carried two of them. She had the worst fucking pregnancies. And so, like, if anybody knows, <laughs> it's her. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, she came out with, like, this maternity line. And, like, all of the comments were, like, because, like, women who are pregnant wear shapewear. They wear yeah. compression pants. They, it, it's healthy for their body. They need something to support their back. They need something to hold up their belly. They need compression pants to sl- slow down the swelling in their legs. They, like, need nursing bras to, like, easily nurse. Like, they need this stuff. They wear it. It already exists, but it's not high quality. And so Kim being like, you know, I have four children. I had two terrible pregnancies. I fucking get it. I have this shapewear line. I'm going to make a maternity line. And literally all the comments from other women were like, thank God. I'm so thankful for this. Or like, Uh I'm so glad women have this option because like when I was pregnant, like shapewear saved my back or like things like that. It was all positive. All positive. Yeah. Yeah. Then fucking Jamila who has never birthed a baby in her goddamn life, tweets this. Let me fucking find it. She tweeted... She pisses me off. She tweeted, it would be so cool if pregnant people could just be allowed to be pregnant and get bigger and not be self-conscious and enjoy the miracle taking place inside their body and not have to worry about the feeling... of, about feeling embarrassed or ashamed that their body is changing for an amazing reason. Oh my god. Why? Why does she feel the need to comment on this? I don't know because she's obsessed with Kim. She, I swear to god, she's like single white female to Kim. Like, I swear to god, Kim coughs. And she's like, I can't believe that people are coughing in the days of the pandemic and coronavirus. (laughs) Like, it's really inconsiderate and it's really harmful to women to, like, she acts like Kim is the devil posing as a woman and she's here to make women hate themselves. And it's like, um, Kim is actually a pretty big feminist icon to me and to a lot of other women. And, like, just because you don't fucking agree with it. And, like, to be a feminist, by the way, and I went the fuck off on my Instagram this past weekend because I'm just sick of this shit. Because it's, like, women will be, like, I'm a feminist. Like, hear me roar. And, like, get, like, nevertheless, she persisted tattoos and shit like that. (laughs) But then anytime that a woman is, like, likes to meet, like, the normal and I put normal in heavy quotation marks because there's no such thing. But anytime that a woman likes to have like normal beauty standards or like, like feminine things or like, like hair and makeup, then these women come out of the woodworks with their nevertheless, she persisted Susan B. Anthony shit. And who was a racist by the way. And are like, fuck these women. And it's like, no, a feminist is someone who supports all women Mm -hmm. for what they want to do. As long as it's, like, not harmful to, like, them or anybody else. But, like, and I'm talking about a specific picture, and I'm not even going to go down that road. But, like, this is exactly what I mean. Like, Jamila acts like she is such a warrior for women. And then she is just, like, attacking Kim for just existing and having different tastes and preferences and lifestyles than her. And it's like, Jamila, that is not being a feminist. Wait, what picture are you talking about? 
I'm talking about this picture of like these white women dressed in fall <laughs> clothing. Oh yes, yes, I did see that. Yes, 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 and I. That's a really good point. Um. So yeah. So then she tweeted that, and then Kim like tweeted not at her, but just tweeted like for anybody who has issues with my maternity wear, like it's not making anybody thinner. It's like the 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 piece of fabric that goes across the belly is sheer and not compressing. Mm-hmm. It holds up your belly to support your back. It has compression in the legs to reduce swelling. Like it's made for women's bodies and what they go through for pregnancy. It's like not to make anybody thinner. <sighs> and so then this Jamila just doubles the fuck down because then like a ton of like you know like Daily Mail articles came out that's like um saying like Kim Kardashian responds to backlash over her maternity shapewear line after Jamila and Chrissy Teigen get involved because Chrissy Teigen got like a sample of it and she after Jamila tweeted that Chrissy like went on her Instagram story that was like and like cleared the air and she was like actually women need the shapewear and she didn't like at Jamila but you know um Hmm. And then Jamila, like, doubles down and just, like, acts like she was, like, um, let me see. I'm, like, on her Twitter, even though it's making me scream. Um, she was, like, this is so annoying. I didn't go after her slash the product. As I read her explanation be- before saying anything, they weren't responding to me. I was only commenting on the discourse started by controversy. People body shaming their pregnant bodies, which made me sad. Literally no woman in the comments, or no pregnant person, I should say, in the comments on Twitter or Instagram or anywhere were like, I need this because I'm fat while pregnant. Literally, I didn't see one single pregnant person or one single person in the comments say that. Right. And then Jamila's like, I saw so many comments of people saying they hate their fat pregnant bodies. And it's like, no, you didn't. Oh, my God. Oh my god. And then she was like, I'm very much, I very much so enjoyed my spree lately of shedding light on the suckery of tabloid culture towards women via showing you how they twist all my words and actions. And I hope it makes all of us second guess everything we see them write and say about all women in the public eye. She just doesn't, like, why doesn't she know when to not say anything <laughs> who is her publicist not rocky that's for sure yeah not rocky and like jamila you've never been pregnant so you have no knowledge on pregnancy shapewear right <laughs> so just because your mortal enemy kim kardashian who i feel like doesn't even know of your existence <laughs> makes pregnancy shapewear doesn't mean that it's evil Especially when you read all of the pregnant or formerly pregnant people on there saying, this is so great. We are so thankful for this. Our bodies need this to survive our pregnancy. (laughs) Yeah. And I think Kim Kardashian, um, queen of having terrible fucking pregnancies, has probably a better idea than you of what a pregnant body needs. (laughs) And like also, Jamila... Imagine what you could accomplish if you just devoted all this, like, excess energy you have to, like, more important issues. Exactly. And here's another fucking thing, Jamila, is that 
you go on this rampage of like women should be allowed to wear whatever they want stop policing women's bodies but then women are like or i shouldn't even say women i should say pregnant people because i understand that not just women can get pregnant yeah i'm um like pregnant people are like i want to wear this for my pregnant body and then then she comes after them as policing them saying well you should just be thankful for your body and it's amazing process I, no, people are allowed to feel the way they want to feel about their bodies. Stop policing their bodies, Jamila. Yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> Jamila, get a hobby. You sound like <laughs> you sound like Colton. You sound like a psycho ex. <laughs> oh God. Zing. God. Duh. And like, then here's the thing too, because like she always will tweet things and then she's wrong, and then she'll be like, "I'm still learning." And so, like, I expected her to tweet her normal, I'm still learning, tweet. But instead, she just fucking doubled down. And it's like, how about you just admit that you're wrong? How about you say, you know, I really should have read into it, and I didn't, and I fucked up, and I'm really sorry. And I'm glad that there is this line of of shapewear that will really help women through the tough times of their pregnancy. Yeah, and the whole, like... Pregnant people. And the whole, like, I'm still learning thing is cute, like, one or two times. And yeah, people should have, people have every right to always be learning and like educating themselves on issues and whatnot. But eventually you should be learning something, Jamila, and you should learn to not comment on these matters because you always end up looking so stupid. You should learn how to research. Yeah. Haven't you, like, what have you learned by now? Exactly. I, I don't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, it's like um, one of my favorite podcasts that we've talked about before, say Bible podcast. It's a Kardashian podcast. Mm-hmm. They like had retweeted like the article and it was like, did Kim fuck your man? <laughs> <laughs> For real. But no, like, she didn't. So like, what's your beef? Like, yeah. Like what literally is your deal with her? Like, I swear something had to have happened because there's a lot of other flawed women in Hollywood promoting a lot of more toxic things that you could be going after. But Kim Kardashian, who I think genuinely has the best interest of women in mind, is like enemy number one (laughs) to you. Um, And it, it makes no sense to me. Speaking of Hollywood women promoting toxic things, CC Teddy Melling Temp. Oh my god. Okay, I had no idea that was going on until that TikTok I sent you. Well, didn't that just happen today? Like this yeah. Week? yeah. 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 I, yeah. I, I, I don't know if I can even, Well, I don't even know what to talk about because I all I know is that Vine or that TikTok. Okay, well, like long story short, this season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Kyle Richards is finally being exposed for being a mean girl, but and like she a always, boring mean girl too. Yeah, and she at least Lisa put, Vanderpump was like entertaining mean girl. Yeah, and at least Lisa Rinna owns it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I don't know. Just some blogger, like a like a health or food or whatever. I don't know. I feel bad telling this story as it is right now because I don't know that many details around it. But some blogger was basically calling Teddy Mellencamp out for her little like accountability program, saying that like telling clients to eat like 500 calories a day is like unhealthy and promotes like unhealthy eating habits, which yes, it does. And then someone like, was it Camille? Camille. um, Yeah. Grammar. Grammar 
from Housewives commented something like agreeing with that blogger. And then Kyle like commented back being like, oh, please, Camille, you just want your diamond, meaning like your slot on the show. And it's just, I don't know. It just kind of escalated a little bit into like a bitchy Twitter beef, but it was all kind of like, Kyle just kind of like inserted herself into it out of nowhere and got, it was bitchy about it. I just looked it up. Okay. You can probably explain it much better than I could. <laughs> so this account on Twitter called all housewives lie added Bravo TV and Andy Cohen and said, your girl Teddy is getting exposed on Instagram for having or on Instagram for her starve her scam starvation company. Having women starve themselves by eating 500 calories a day is unethical. If she needs a storyline next season, Holding her accountable for this is a good option. Which, God, that girl does need a storyline because she's the most boring fucking high am teddy bitch ever. I was going to say, let's be real. Is she going to have a next season? <sighs> and then, um, honestly, Dorit redoing Buca de Beppo was more exciting than anything <laughs> Teddy has ever said on her past three years of Real Housewives. Okay, Dorit redoing Buca de Beppo was iconic, though. <laughs> the Capri Room. <laughs> Makes you um, feel like you're in a beach in Capri. <laughs> what was that <laughs> accent so good? <laughs> PK. PK, I've redone the Capri room at Buca de Beppo. <laughs> I'm from Connecticut. <laughs> Come have some Alfredo. This is exactly like when I've gone to Capri. <laughs> Anyways, oh, and then God. Camille Grammer, um, who was a former housewife and still is like on the show by proxy because she's still friends with all of them, um, retweeted it and she said, it's suspect. And then Kyle Richard replied, Camille, you really need to move on. And Which I was like, Kyle, why are you getting messy on Twitter? You have Camille's phone number. Yeah, I'm like, why are you? She literally just inserted herself in this conversation for the sake of being a bitch. Plus, like, they're friends in real life. So I'm like, if you have like done that to me, I've been like, bitch, why didn't you just call me and like have this discussion? <laughs> Anyways, so she said, Camille, you really need to move on and get a life. Teddy has helped so many people and changed their lives. What are you doing every day? Tweeting, which by the way, this was a fucking drag too. She said, what are you doing every day? Tweeting about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. You befriend whoever you think will get you a diamond. Talk about a mean girl. And I was like, God, that was a fucking drag. Yeah, like, no, nothing that Camille said warranted that type of, like, clap back. No. And so then um, some girl had, like, posted it on Twitter or on Instagram in her story and added Kyle and was like, you really should have done some research before you went to bat here. And Kyle responded to this girl and said, no, many, no matter how many housewives you try to bully, you will never be a housewife. And it's oh like, my okay. God. Like, literally, that's not even what she was saying or insinuating at all. Yeah, like, why would this random girl, like, want to be a housewife? <laughs> yeah. You'll never be a housewife. Um, Yeah, I, I figured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, contrary to popular belief, I don't think most people want to be housewives. We no. Just we just want to watch the select few housewives make idiots of themselves. So thank you, Kyle, for proving us exactly right. <laughs> and it's just like, Kyle, this is, as Lisa Red Ren- Ren- Jesus, sorry, Ryan Seacresting over here. As Lisa <laughs> Renna would say, you're so angry. 
Oh You're my angry. god. Oh my god, thank you. Thank you. How have we did not discuss that iconic moment? That's definitely one of the most like that's gotta be a top ten real housewife line. Denise. Ever. <gasps> the gasp. Denise. Oh. <gasps> You're, You're so, so angry. angry. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the gasp <laughs> kills me. I know. Denise's face. Like, holy shit. I know. You're so angry. Oh, Denise, you are so angry. So oh angry. my God, iconic. But like, so that's how I feel about Kyle right now. Like, Kyle. You're so angry. You're so angry. You She's are angry. so angry. She's angry because her husband's running around cheating on her and people are starting to find out about it. True. Maurizio. Yeah, ooh, now I'm getting... Now I'm getting angry. <gasps> Megan. <laughs> you're so angry. so angry. You are so angry, Megan. <laughs> That's <a great> room. <laughs> you're so angry is the new. Goodbye, Kyle. Goodbye, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Ken. You're so you're angry. So angry. <laughs> God, you know what? This this season of Real Housewives really was good. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it was, but with I mean, consistently with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I never know what they're actually fighting about. Same. But I know, but I know that they're also angry. So it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, Teddy's so fucking boring that anytime that someone even whispers something slightly unpleasant about her, she needs to make it her. Sh- storyline for the entire fucking season and it's like Teddy you were like in your 40s I'm begging you to move the fuck on and realize that people will talk shit about you even your friends I'm sorry but if you don't ever not talk shit about your friends like (laughs) you're not friends friends. (laughs) everyone every friend talks shit about their friends because when you love someone so much you get fucking annoyed with them yeah, so like, and you can freely say when they're being a dumbass. Yeah, so Teddy, you are boring. You haven't changed your last name from Camp because you are living in your father's shadows. Ooh. All you do is share the one fucking picture that you were chubby and you're like, I'm a different person. I've shed from my cocoon. And it's like, <laughs> okay. That was like 30 years ago. Move on. Ooh. Woo, look at you. I fucking hate Teddy. <laughs> Consider this aud- our audition for Watch What Happens Live. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy, maybe you would be more interesting if you had the fucking energy, but you don't because you're eating 500 calories a day and you truly cannot manage to have the energy to have a personality on oh, that kind of diet. Holy shit, you're so right. And this just came full circle for me that no wonder she's so boring. Cause she's not. She's hungry. Yes. She's delirious and hungry and exhausted because her body is not getting the type of energy it needs. Call it Bella Hadid. <laughs> she has some burgers to share. In the words of Kim Richards, eat a piece of bread. You'll feel better. <laughs> Beast. Beast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We just went off on quite the Beverly Hills tangent. God, it's the best. Not even mad. It's the best city on that show. (laughs) Ooh. I know you love New York. 
in Ooh, New Jersey. Yes. But I, I'm a I'm a BH girl till I die. Yes, yes. BH is a close second or third for me. Oh my god, wait a second. I'm sorry, this podcast is going so long. You guys are like, okay, you guys didn't talk for a month long. Doesn't mean you need to make it a month long podcast. Literally. <laughs> but did you see that fucking thing I tagged you in on Twitter about Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? Um, yeah, actually, I'm behind on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City news, but apparently it's gonna be real wild. Yeah. Well, the girl woman who is on it one of them obviously mm-hmm. she had to her family like owned a ton of churches and like buildings and in order to inherit those she had to marry her step grandpa after her grandma died what okay no i did not read that much into it holy shit and they had a child together ew Yes. No. Yes. No. Yep. Oh no. Yep. Um, and like Andy tweeted something about Salt Lake City basically just being like, this is going to be bonkers. And I believe him and I'm kind of ready to watch it all unfold. Doesn't it start this October? I think so. I'm like very ready for Salt Lake City because it seems insane. I think so too because Beverly Hills and New York are both ending and um, OC and Salt Lake City will be back and probably Dallas too. Dude, yeah. I'm excited for Salt Lake City. The girl married her step-grandma or grandpa after her grandma died and they had a child together. So I can't even like visualize the family tree on that and I don't want to so like her kid and her I I don't know I don't know it's his dad and his grandpa oh my god ew Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah so probably I'll probably have a lot to say about that when it happens yeah, stay tuned for that fucking shit because we will be reporting on um, because I need all of the info on that fuckery. But it is Utah, so things run a little differently there. Yeah, and you know what? I know I mentioned it briefly, but I just want to say um, fuck the Real Housewives of OC. They are disgusting. I don't know. If anyone follows Bravo, you kind of know the disgustingness of some of those housewives and how, like, um, specifically Kelly Dodd, because she's, like, a very hateful person, and she hasn't been wearing her masks, and it's, like, why do we, why do we still give these women attention? And I say that, like, to myself. Like, why do I still watch them when I hate them so much? But Honestly, the OC is, like, the worst one because they're all fucking wackadoo but like not in an entertaining way like in an uncomfortable way like truly truly kind of like trash yeah and the only time i felt joy from that show was when um what's her fucking face took off her leg and threw it on the table okay that was new york no her fake leg in oc no that was new york are you sure because i thought that was that one actor's wife no that was new york oh well shit then fuck the oc Yeah, so then you literally have nothing to care about them for. No, I fucking hate them then. So, bye.
yeah, I'm yeah. Vicky. <laughs> no, it's true. Like, even after watching the trailer, I'm like, I don't know if I can make it through, like, a whole season of this shit. I say that now. Check in with me later. But, like, I, I don't know. I kind of mean it. I don't know. I haven't watched OC in, since we lived together in college. Because that's, like, literally how little I care about them. But. <laughs> yeah, they're all really bad people. Um. But while we're on the topic of Housewives, if anyone is a Housewives fan, I know I've said this before, but you got to be watching Potomac. Oh, my God. I need to start watching Potomac. You really should. You you could easily start this season and get into it. But obviously, you should go back and watch the other seasons, too. I've been wanting to start that from the beginning, actually. So maybe I'll start doing that this weekend. Yeah. And I mean, to be honest, you could skip season one. But okay. Just because I, I want you to really like it once you finally start it. And I hate being that friend that's like, oh, well, you just have to get through season one and two and three and four. And but like, no, just start at season two. It's a Real Housewives show. You're not going to miss anything. Yeah, that's the thing about Real Housewives was like, you really can just pick up anywhere and then you'll be invested and you don't need to really know like too much of a backstory. Yeah, like I rewatched all of or like most of New York during quarantine but I didn't even watch in order. Like I would just start a season. Like I was like season eight and then I went back to season two. And then I was like, like I just went all out of order and it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Uh, love a good housewife. Maybe I'll watch that before bed tonight. Ooh, um, do it. Okay. I don't know if there's anything that we missed, but this is kind of going on long. So I feel like we should wrap it up. We should. Um, I'm getting sleepy. Do you want to, do you want to comment on anything else? Any final thoughts? I don't think so. If I talk anymore, I'll just never stop. Truly. Okay. <laughs> well, y'all, we will be back next time that we are back. I'm not going to promise any dates. <laughs> you guys love us for being the most unreliable podcast, and we're not going to change now. So when we're back, we're back. Um, if you drink a Patanga, Batanga this weekend, let me know your thoughts and Jeez, just stay safe out there. If you need something to get you through, text me and I'll send you Chris Evans' dick. (laughs) In emergencies only. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, that's on that note. Bye. Okay, bye again. (laughs)